All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Daily Face-Off Podcast comes courtesy of The Nation Network. Here's your host, Brock Segan, with Dylan D. Berthium and Michael Biebs Bondi. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Season 5, Episode 25 Mike of Green. the Daily Faceoff Podcast. Very Mike Green episode, yeah, yes. Very. Um, you've already heard the voice of Michael Biebs Bondi. And Better Mike. Yes. <laughs> than Mike Green. Yes. You're not off injured like Mike I'm, Green. I'm not, yeah. But D is. Yes. D, not available for today's podcast. Uh, but Biebs, you want to clarify, he does not have coronavirus. He does not have the know. Ronies, yeah. He um, was sick last week. Yeah, we made the joke, and then he doesn't show up this week. So it's like, hey, you know, is he quarantined right now? But he's not. He's good. He's just uh, off in the Toronto area. Yeah, he's, uh, he's hanging out his, with the old... Yeah, he's got uh, the old lady up there. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what? Um, we're missing D this week, but he, he might come back around Sunday. We're going to see what happens with the content. Um, yes. And if it's necessary, if you even want to hear us on Sunday. Yeah. Again, I, I mean, won't be there Sunday. But. The thing is, like, you, you can already see it in the numbers. You know, the uh, the listens are starting to drop off because people are just getting eliminated left and right from the fantasy playoffs at this point uh, in the season. And, I'm getting uh, to but, the point where, you know, the research I do is literally just for the show because it's d- been a bad year. So Not know. a great year? Not a great year. In the DFO League, like, I just, like, I get so caught up in playing DraftKings every day that like I'm always just paying attention to DraftKings. Yeah, that's the real and money. I, and I like keep forgetting to set, set my lineup. So like in the DFO league, I went like six weeks with just like not setting my lineup. Is I'm, like, it Man, not I'm, like, Yahoo? Yeah, it is. But yes. I'm like the, I'm like the, uh, I'm they like that the, button, dude. It's I know. Literally a- I know. 
and then sometimes I'll just forget. Like I went on the cruise, and then it just sent me into a tail. Like I, oh, yeah. I missed like two weeks before the cruise, and then two weeks on the cruise, and I like missed a whole month of setting my lineup. And I'm just like, I dropped like like so far out of the playoffs, and right now I'm down like eight nothing. Like not gonna make the playoffs. It's a like, tough oh. week too because there's some like decent pickups. Like you had like Zucker get moved that yeah. week. You had like oh, guys yeah. where you well missing right at the deadline. Yeah, right? exactly. That's what I mean. Those are the, and I'm not gonna. Lie. I totally took advantage of guys getting moved. Oh, yeah. Like. Yeah. I just I uh Tifoli. I don't know like <laughs> I love I love like season long but I'm so into like DraftKings that like I just like it's like second second mind and like I I keep forgetting to set my lineups against like, I'm in like three leagues and I fucked up fucked off for, like a month and just didn't set my lineup and I'm just yeah. like fighting for a playoff spot in every single league but I'm probably gonna just sneak in in all of them hopefully yeah see. and then you then you take it you get and on, then yeah then I'll pay attention for the playoffs yeah, you get on like a St Louis like heater and you just you just take it I uh, I have this bad thing where every night before I go to sleep I have to check every fantasy team in every sport and I play uh, me and Brock play XFL I mean not that I'm ever checking that but we have that's how deep my ties go um i got basketball you know i got it all yeah, yeah. so uh it's bad um anyways that's 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 basically so i don't understand how you don't but that's cool we won't go there again i just um, i uh i'm, I'm always just, just on so i'm always on DraftKings. like because like these games go right you got like the the late yeah, games they yeah. go to like i don't box. i'm games. always just like scrolling through draft i just i never the one that the one i always am pretty good at is baseball because it's like you, it's the only thing going on yeah. at the time. Baseball fantasy is one of the best because yeah. you always have a full lineup. It's yeah. like having a Tuesday Thursday lineup for hockey every single day. Yeah, so it's uh it's fun. As we, you know, I'm uh pretty hardcore on the baseball. It's uh I knew I knew coming into this year fantasy hockey was going to be tough because I was in four fantasy football leagues and I finished first, first, second, and third. Yeah, in my you four can't have that much. Luck I'm like all I can't. Year. I'm like there's no way I'm just going to roll through through hockey too. Yeah. Like there's no way I can just unless have a good you're like year. sacrificing your first child to the fantasy gods. Yeah. Like I don't understand how you could have a season. And like I that, went two so. fantasy hockey leagues last year. So like 2019, nice I won like four out of my six leagues. I was like, this is uh. So it was a good year. So 2020 yeah. bound to be just awful. I'm blaming injuries for everything that's happened because it's Man, just been a year. Fantasy, full of them. fantasy hockey, especially in the last like month or so here, is just like injuries yeah. are just. You know, I mean, and it's a lot it's of pretty the, good segue, not even on purpose. It's a lot of friends of the show though. Like mm-hmm. it's like Yorkstrand, you know, JVR I, guys. We've talked about friends yeah. of the show, <laughs> friends of the show, but also also just as friends of the show getting hurt, friends of the show also lightened it the fuck up right now should we talk so, about what happened tonight i i realize that this is going to be posted tomorrow but an yeah. absolute friend of the show because the bandage had five fucking goals what would joe thornton do with five goals i mean he told us what he'd do with four goals so yeah. what would he do with five i, I don't want to know probably retire with with the windmill thing yeah, going yeah. <laughs> um okay yeah on the spot i just had to wonder this you know just, it's where my curious mind went retirement but. But huge night for Zabinijad, game-winning goal as well. Um, Somebody tweeted out there was like, "Man, this guy was traded like for Derek Broussard, like and a second, New, and New a York, second. Yeah, New York got, or, sorry, New York got a, sec- a second. No, New York got a second and Zabinijad. Yeah, that's what it was. And sorry. gave up Broussard yeah. in a seventh. Yeah. It's like what? The, like just fucking. I tweeted out. I'm like, does Derek Broussard even have five fucking? Pretty goals? sure Derek Broussard got was on a PTO this year with Florida or whoever that, it was. No, he, or... like he was bouncing around all of last year. And yeah. Then he got signed, oh yeah, he, he played for my Avs. Yeah, yeah, the Avs picked him up to do like absolutely six, zero. Played like, like six different teams. He had last one year. point in 16 games after the trade deadline. Sick deal. Um, so speaking of injuries, we're gonna talk yeah, about injuries really quick. Yeah. Uh, just a quick little injury update. Talk about kind of the players who. Uh, we'll see a little boost in fantasy value because of it, or who have seen a boost in fantasy value because of these injuries. Uh, then we're going to talk about the most trending players now, guys that are just scorching hot, uh, players you should be you know picking up if they're still available in your leagues. And then we're going to get into some 
more waiver wire discussion, try to help you guys. You know, I'm, I'm sure a lot of you guys are right on the fringe of yep. the playoffs, just like I am in my league mm-hmm. right now. And uh, maybe a couple pickups this weekend is enough to push you over the edge. So we're going to talk about uh, pickups, not just for this weekend, but also going into next week if you are in the fantasy playoffs. And then, of course, we're going to get to more Fan, or, uh, more waiver wires with just some weekend streamers to really push you over the edge this weekend, including uh, goalies on back-to-back. So we're going to talk about probably 100 players in this episode, so let's get right into it with the injury report. Yep. I wish we had like a button, like some like crazy injury song. We need we one gotta, of those. We, yeah, we, need a... we, we finally, hopefully, just figured out the audio, so maybe by yeah. next year we'll get some fucking Oh, yeah, buttons. so we're going to mention that. Apologies for the audio issues. We None of us are audio engineers or anything like that. No. We're just trying to figure it out here. And, I spent uh, like 500 bucks and got a bunch of cool-looking shit, and I have no fucking clue how to use it. We're going to figure it out. <laughs> One day we're just gonna tweet out a picture of our setup and be like, "Hey guys, we just need to like invite a, a guy here. that listens to the show just to come on and just be yeah. our like producer." We need, yeah, we need a producer. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just I'm faking it. We, we should go to the, we should go to the local college and just like get a get a kid and be like, "Hey man, extra credits." Um, yeah, come help us out. People love the show, and uh, and we'll we'll talk it up like it's a lot bigger than we are. But regardless, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey. Pretty all right. Yeah. All right. Injury report though. Let's so uh, just as of last night, James Van Riemsdyk will miss four to six weeks with a broken hand. Uh, blocked a Jonas Siegenthaler shot. Um, the good news is, if he returns to the front end of that timeline, that will put him back basically for game one of the playoffs. So that's good news for the Flyers. Uh, JVR's had a really um, kind of down offensive year, but his underlying numbers are absolutely sensational. Yeah, still uh, a player you want role. in the playoffs. Uh, this is a guy. Or like with him going out, um, Joel Farabee was recalled, played on the second line with Kevin Hayes tonight. He'd be the biggest benefactor of this injury. But Derek Grant took his spot, uh, net front spot on power play too. Derek Grant, I think, has five points in his last yeah, what's three up games. That? I don't know what's going on. It was a, I mean, I, I said I liked that pickup. I didn't like the Nate Thompson yeah. one. So better um, fourth round pick, Derek Grant or Nemesikov. I mean, they're both right returning great value Crazy. right now. Yeah, um, I you know I. If you would ask me a week ago, I would have said, yeah. you know, hands down to Mestikov. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I just wish that kid would shoot more. Like, especially, like, obviously, you're playing with McKinnon and Landis Cog. You're yeah. kind of just, you got better you're, you're just yeah, you're, you're kind of out there to be a facilitator. Um, but yeah, I mean, he picked up a, he picked up his first goal. I was on, there. Like, I was at that game. Oh, yeah, that was in Detroit. Yes. That's right. Um, can I, real quick, um, tickets in Detroit are so cheap. Oh, it's yeah, embarrassing. Yeah. We just I bought was... tickets, I think it's March 26th against the Flyers. Yes. And they were like $12 for like, 20 20th row yep. and then like we saw you, I saw you went just like to, yeah lower yeah bowl. lower bowl and then I saw you I just was, went to like the front row like yeah. halfway through the game nine from the glass um lower bowl Avs game side that the Avs shot on twice 46 Canadian dollars so, so for cheap. you Americans over there that's 35 I believe US US dollars mm. um put it this way I spent more dollars on beer oh, and it, I didn't even so get drunk I had three they, beers they got those like 12 Twelve dollar king cans in yeah, there, and, and I had little, three of them. Yeah, um, they're fantastic. And that was more than my ticket. But yeah, for that, it's amazing. You could go see a ton of talent. So you know, if anyone's looking to hit up a really cheap arena, uh, Detroit. It's a room. gorgeous arena. Yeah, it's beautiful, and tickets are mad cheap. But it's great to see the abs. Um, and I got to see that first Nemestikov goal. Yeah. Anyways, that's it was funny just because he wasn't. He was like everyone played him in DraftKings that night because he was like on a line with McKinnon yeah, and Landis Cog, and then scored like after a power play. play. Just went out there and, and kicked one in basically. Yeah, it was kind of a weird goal, but it's great. Uh, Brett Pessy. They just announced today uh, that he will miss four to six months after undergoing shoulder surgery today. So, obviously, we knew he was hurt. 
There was talk about maybe yeah. him being available for the playoffs. People forgot because something bigger happened that game, an emergency goaltender. Um, true, true, true. It wasn't very uh, but talked Brady about. Shea, That's a Brady, huge loss, though. Brady Shea comes up, and uh, and he'll kind of, you know, he'll fill that role uh, after being acquired from the Rangers. He's played well for them so far, which is great. Uh, and then the real issue, everybody was thinking, you know, okay, whatever. We pick up Sammy Vatnin. We pick up Brady Shea. It'll be fine. Uh, but then Vatnin, first time on the ice today. With the Hurricanes, suffers a setback in Thursday's morning skate, according to head coach Rod the Bod, Brendan Moore. Uh, <laughs> Vatnin, not expected to play anytime soon. So he was a guy we talked about in last week's podcast. Potentially, when he comes, uh, you know, makes his debut, is a guy that could play on power play one in Carolina, but now, not anytime soon. Yeah. Basically, writes him off for the rest of the fantasy season, and it's not like he's uh, you know getting any younger. So it's not like he is a, a great keeper target by yeah, any stretch either. No. So uh, two brutal pieces of news for Hurricanes fans today. Uh, but let's move on to your Colorado Avalanche. Andre Burakovsky expected to miss a few more games. A new game every to, night. Uh, Jared Bednar. Uh, so I would assume that that means basically he will not play tomorrow. Probably won't play Sunday. And then we're looking at maybe next week. So if he's available on your waiver wire, I think he's uh, a guy worth maybe stashing on your IR plus over the weekend. Hopefully he returns to the lineup for the first week of the fantasy playoffs. I believe they actually announced today that none of the injured players took the trip because there's no practice ice, so none of them oh, are going to be Oh, McCarr didn't either. I missed that. Um, because they were saying McCarr yeah. is expected to play Friday. That, he, that McCarr was, might it, be off yeah. the IR. It's the but other guys, like, because Rand and Burakovsky, they were kind of skating. But, mm-hmm. what? yeah, and I guess there's no practice ice on this. They're just on a mini road swing, so they want to keep the guys in town, just keep them fresh and going. I would assume that McCarr probably didn't travel because they did call up Kevin Connaughton, <laughs> which suggests to me that yeah. he would serve as a seventh defenseman or Barbario would be seventh. Um and then Martin Kout, unfortunately, he was looking pretty good for them. He got it. sent down, but he, he was right at the eight-game plateau. Yeah. So uh, they sent him back to preserve that. I'm first actually year cheesed of his about DLC. that. Yeah, great idea. We won't go there. Um, Sergey Bobrovsky remains day to day with a lower body injury. Chris Dreger returned to the crease for them tonight in a losing effort to the Bruins. Uh, Bar Bobrovsky not really. Uh, Sure, when he's going to be back doesn't look too too serious, so he could be back this weekend. It's really tough looking at this this sheet and seeing Bobrovsky right underneath Burakovsky and not yeah. fucking those two up. But a lot of bees. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing good. And offskis. Um, and Josh Ofskis. Anderson obviously had a, just a horrendous year, a year to forget for that kid. Uh, but underwent shoulder surgery. Same thing as uh, Brett Pesci expected to be out four to six months. Just uh, an update on that. So don't expect him to be back if the Blue Jackets manage to squeak into the playoffs, which looks unlikely at this point. Yeah. Uh, Mark Stone. This is the probably the biggest. Injury news week to week with a lower body injury uh, seems highly likely, especially considering their position in the Western Conference. That Mark Stone basically misses the rest of the season, I would imagine, or or, or at least the vast majority of it, and is ready to go for round one. Um, that team is, is totally different without Mark Stone. Like his fucking offensive and defensive underlying numbers are just oh he's just crazy. insanity. Yeah, like it's just pure insanity how good he is. He's uh he's like one of those uh like Jonathan Taze esque where like it doesn't quite translate to fantasy as much as he does on the ice. He's like Kopitar, like, same type shit where they're just they drive so much play and it's just like he's, just, he's a superstar. It's what he yeah. is. That was a phenomenal trade. I oh mean, my god, so good. Yeah, like, trade and sign. Well, I don't know if you. I'm sure you did. You watched uh, TSN during the uh the, the TSN Trade Center during the deadline. They had um, Gerard Gallant on the show, and he was basically like, it was fucking the greatest thing ever. Like, they said, like, we have a chance to maybe get Mark Stone. He's like, please do. Yeah. And then when they traded for him, he's like, it completely changed the entire makeup of our roster. He's like, we just were like a completely different team. We were so much better. Um, 
And like I'm a guy, I love playing Max Pacioretty in DraftKings. Yeah. But like when you look at their numbers, that line with and without Mark Stone, it's drastic. It just drags different. people away from Pacioretty, which then allows Pacioretty to get those shots because you have to worry about both sides of the ice. And then it doesn't matter who's down the middle; it could be Chandler. And he's Stevenson, just so good defensively well. that he just like goes and gets the puck, and then like you're in the offensive oh, yeah. zone. You're not you even you have to spend worry. any time in your defensive zone. You're always you're always playing offense. He's a horse. He's incredible. He's incredible. Yeah. Uh, but as of right now, Nick Waugh is on the second line with them, uh, but it doesn't it. carry a lot of weight in fantasy. Uh, Chris Carter expected to miss four to six weeks with a fractured foot, uh, but doesn't seem to be slowing the old boy Mika Zibanejad down whatsoever. Phil DiGiuseppe on the top line with them right now. Uh, Julian Gote, who they acquired a few weeks back from Carolina, saw yes. a couple minutes there today too, but not expected to last very long. I don't think anybody really gets a huge boost from that. Uh, it's basically fucking Zibanejad and, 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 and Panarin. They go yeah. and get all the points. Booch uh, kind of stays up there. Yeah, yeah. Booch yeah. is fine. Yeah, Booch is still good. Yeah, keeping I on him. Goes. He's fringy yeah, right exactly. now. Yeah. Steven Samkos expected to miss six to eight weeks after undergoing core muscle surgery. So that's a lot of playoff teams missing guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're, you know, they're kind of underwent their surgeries at the right time. They're basically like, hey, let's, let's get them right because we got a bigger picture in mind than a lot, you know, the month of yeah. March. So um, sucks I, for fantasy. It's great for your playoff. Yeah. Team. Like if you were hoping, if you were banking on uh, Steven Samkos carrying you in, in the playoffs, <laughs> obviously that sucks for you. But yeah. other than that, hit the um, wire. We're going to, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about who you could pick up to help replace him uh, in a little bit. Uh, so, all right, let's talk about some of these trending guys, uh, guys that are just on an absolute heater. Start off with friend of the show. Potentially best friend of the show. Yeah, Kevin Fiala. We've been just sitting here waiting, and I know we're not alone. There's other pundits out there that have been waiting as well because they just love this kid. Uh, waiting for Kevin Fiala to break out, and fuck, when he did. He's so good. Oh, my God. Dude, I literally just looked at the screen, like, not even... This is bad podcasting because no one can see it, but I looked up, and the Minnesota game is on. Me and Brock got a couple games going here. Minnesota game is on. I just see one guy split two San Jose Shark demon. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's whatever. It's, Must be Kevin Fiala. It's Kevin fucking Fiala. The guy's an absolute horse right now. He is currently the number one ranked fantasy player over the last seven days. Think of that. Kevin Fiala. Well, guy he has. So on coming waivers. into tonight, I think he had five consecutive multi-point games. Yeah, that's crazy. And I think it set a Minnesota Wild record. Uh, but to go even further back, it's not just been the last five. Kevin Fiala, who is up to 65% owned, but that's still so low for how hot he is. Low. So take a peek at your wire in your league, if you're especially if you're in a shallower league. For he example, I dropped right David now. Perron for him this week. Um, it, and it's bold, but it, I, my team is that good. I have one team that just dominates. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's that much on the edge that I would consider that just with how hot Fiala is, there was no one else, and that's a that's a guy who has over sixty points right now. So I'm not saying drop David Perron by any means, but he is that hot that drop anyone realistically. Yeah, like if he's available, you, you, you have, have to pick him up. number one ranked fantasy player unless in you're in like a days. four team league. Yeah. Um. So twelve goals, eleven assists. That's twenty three points in his last fifteen games. So gross. Coming into tonight. Uh, the reason we've always been a big Kevin Fiala fan shut, was shut, 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 just shoot the biscuit. Over that 15-game span, he is averaging 4.3 shots per game. Uh, he is shooting at an obviously high um, 18.8%. You don't score 12 goals in 15 games without shooting a high percentage. So obviously, so like, there is right room now. for regression, but... Um, Seven I mean, the other night. Like, you yeah. know, it, it's almost like... It, it's hard because, like... It's never going to get better than this, obviously. Oh. So it's like you're almost, if you're picking him up now, you're too late. But I've been... What a time, too, though, I've been, for Minnesota. I've been on the complete opposite complete opposite side of, you know, the Minnesota argument as you and D all year. You guys both hate them. I at hate the them. Start of the year, at the start of the year, I thought that they were a team that could surprise some people, and I, I was right. 
Uh, I know, I hate the blue Ewer. line's great. But I, and they're thinking just, that Staylock's the reason that the he is it, fucking <laughs> hilarious oh. to watch. Watching that guy, like he just like he'll make a save and he'll like throw the puck down and like wants he wants to skip up the ice. Do you know that I've watched them play twice in the last month? Like like I've watched them play a lot more than that, but twice in the last month, I've seen that motherfucker leave the ice when the ref's hand goes up. <laughs> that mf thinking it's thinking it's a delayed penalty and it's. <laughs> On like his like on the other team, yep. and it's on his team, and he's just off the fucking ice. And neither time did they score. One time it was in Detroit, yeah. and then it happened again like a, a week ago. He just leaves the ice. That's not good. That's <laughs> a freebie. I, like when it happened the first time, dude, all the I, reporters were freaking out. Then it just happened again. They're like, he just did it again. I haven't even seen that happen in like beers, and no, half the goalies are just hammered. It's, it's priceless. Like I can't believe he's done it twice. Literally, like in the last one, two times. And it hasn't <laughs> burned him. Um, no, like no. Not even well, probably either, because like, Kevin Fiala has all puck possession. Yeah, it's yeah, true. Yeah, I w- I'd be leaving the net too if I had Kevin up there. Filthiest mitts on the yeah. kid. Uh, Eric Stahl did miss today's game due to personal reasons. Uh, condolences to his family. Uh, Sorry, I got a team. A, I just got nine injuries now. It was yeah, at eight. No, he had a, he has, uh, there was a death in the family, so he returned okay. home. Uh, which obviously like that hurts Kevin Fiala a little bit too, but that's not the biggest concern there with, with uh, Eric Stahl. He could rejoin the team uh, on the trip this weekend, so it remains to be seen if he's going to be sucks. in or out. Um, Tyler Toffoli, also a guy that's been red hot recently. Since being acquired by the Vancouver Canucks, Toffoli, five goals, two assists for seven points in seven games. So point-per-game player Tyler Toffoli, uh, just as impressive as Kevin Fiala in terms of shot volume as well. Four shots per game in those seven games. So 28 shots in seven games for Tyler Toffoli with Vancouver. Their go-to with- option on the three-on-three once uh, once it starts. And uh, from what I've watched, they put him right back out there after the first shift. So you love that. That's high chance of game-winning goals. High chance of goals, period. And uh, that's the shit that can win you weeks. So um, you, lo- you you really like that stuff. It's the little things like that that are that are beautiful yeah. to see on a and guy he's you also like he's also on uh, a line with Pedersen. And uh, this guy uh, named JT Miller, I don't know if you've heard of him, he's about to score 30 goals. Remember when I called him as legit? And he's like 15th in the league in scoring. He's incredible. Beautiful. Thank you for making me sound okay, JT. I appreciate you. And uh, he plays net front on a really good power play unit as well. He's awesome. He's fun to watch. Uh, Michael Backlund, though, also will stay out west for a little bit here. Michael Backlund... Basically, Calgary 2 has turned into Calgary 1, and if Monaghan, Gaudreau, and Lindholm could get as hot as they were a little, you know, a year ago, that team would be disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Backlund, t- uh, I was going to say Keith Kachuk, Matt Kachuk, and Andrew Mangiapane have been just sensational for them as of late. Uh, Backlund, always kind of known more for his two-way prowess, not so much the offense, but 20 points, 9 goals, 11 assists in his last 14 games. Have you and, been watching him? He looks like possessed. It's oh, weird. He's oh, just he's like so he goes and and I've like, always liked Backlund. I've I, you know Kachuk. We said it a couple weeks ago. Is the best player on that team right now. Um, and that line's great. And Mangiapane, he has the high, second highest, no, the highest expected goals for percentage um, of any Flames forward right now. So crazy. He's playing great as well. It's wild that they're uh, they're looking like a playoff team again in a year where Johnny Goudreau is looking like an absolute sieve. Not to be mean, but you're looking like a sieve, Johnny, uh, fantasy wise and. It's good to see David Riddick do good again, you know. Um, I love David Riddick. He's I love so him too. fucking intense. Yeah, oh, yeah. All those Czech goalies are, you know, you got David Riddick, you got our boy uh, Peter Mrazek, who's conkied right now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, anyways, go back. And uh, so, yeah, 
also averaging 3.3 shots per game over the, that 14 game stretch. So Mac, Michael Backlund, 48% owned right now. Um, definitely available on a lot of wires. Oh, yeah, he's uh, played just, 22 minutes. Oh, just so much ice time. What is um, that? Going back just quickly, Tyler Toffoli, 58% owned. I don't think I mentioned that. Uh, Andre Pilat, he's the guy that's been filling in for Steven Stamkos on the top line and should continue to do so. Uh, hasn't been great, though. Only one goal on six shots in the three games on the top line since Stamkos got hurt. Um, other guys you could look at to... to He's more than exposure on that to that shift. team is Anthony Sorelli, uh, who centers a second line with Blake Coleman and Alex Kalorn, but also sees uh, power play one time. And Tyler Johnson, um, you know, third line player right now on that team, but he also sees power play one time as well. So uh, a little bit uh, to like about all three of those guys. Uh, I think still Palat's probably the guy I would prefer, just because you, yeah. anytime you're on a line with Braden Point and, and Nikita Kucherov, Tyler Johnson, Johnson I just, I, is always so fringe. I just like yeah. you never. Oh yeah, yeah it's just like just good enough to be there, like talked about, guy. but never good enough. But like to be sometimes roster. not. Yeah. Okay, am I the only one that just like absolutely loves Braden Point? Like like on the show, like like. He I mean, is so fun to watch. Yeah. He just flies around the ice at all times. He's, he's that new style player. It's, oh, uh, he's so fast. Yeah, and, like and, him and Kucherov, and when Stamkos is healthy together, is it's yeah. a goddamn blast. I think uh, he's going to be kind of a steal. To, not not a steal, but he will be a steal next year in the draft because a lot of he people was, are going to draft him. He was him. a steal this year because yeah. every, nobody thought he could do what he did last year, and then he he's been just as good, not he's as good, good, but he's but been yeah, very yeah, close. yeah. He started a little slower. Yeah, so that's what I don't. Know. I think I think he's capable of more, especially with Kucherov. Um, you know, show and them showing exactly what they are right now, or the last little bit. Um, oh yeah, he's, he's yeah fun. Oh, he's just so fast. I love yeah. it. I love watching him. Everything about him. Um, all right, we'll rip through these next couple guys a little bit quicker. All are the next three all deadline acquisitions. Tyler Ennis, twenty percent owned, left wing, right wing eligibility, one goal, two assists, and three in five games. Story since joining the Edmonton Oilers. A uh, lot to like about him. Kevin Fiala just scored again. <laughs> oh no, Alex Galchenyuk scored. I think assisted. By Kevin by Fiala. Kevin so. Fiala so. Uh, not, no surprise there. All he needs is a Geno now to continue the goal assist streak. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Ennis has been solid. Athens CU has been moved to the fourth line. Ennis stays on the top line. So a uh, lot to like about that look for Tyler Ennis. Just Last. love him to get more minutes. I believe he got like nine the other night. Yeah. You don't love that. Um, they're uh, they're a little bit bizarre with the, the way they allocate those minutes because they just put Drysaitel and McDavid out there together constantly. Exactly. Um, Vladislav Nemestikov, we mentioned him a little bit earlier. Uh, left wing, right wing eligibility. Twelve percent owned. Two goals, one assist in five games since being traded to the Avalanche. Uh, goals in back to back games since being promoted to the top line. So he should remain there while Burakovsky is out. Uh, Connor Sheary. Left wing, right wing eligibility as well. 7% owned. One goal, one assist. Two points in four games since rejoining the Penguins at the deadline. Uh, but he, the most important thing is he's seen a bump from just under 13 minutes a night while playing with the Sabres to over 15 and a half minutes a night in Pittsburgh playing on a line with Sidney Crosby. Oh, I'm the not going to only- lie. I did no research there. And I just, for him, I did research for everyone else that you sent me. And I literally just wrote, why the fuck are we talking about Connor Siri? Because my only research was looking at his last five, and I was like, "What he had it? Oh, yeah, like, like, oh, he got hot." Yeah, the one, the one issue with uh, with Shiri is um, doesn't no, see any power play time right now, but he's still playing it. with. I didn't realize he was with Sid, so that's justifies oh, yeah. it way Sid more. And, like, Sid and Zucker, uh, they had two points, e- or no, he had two points. Sid and Zucker had three points each the other night. Do you know how they did tonight? I know that they played. I haven't really looked. Um, I've been they too played busy balling. against who did they play against? I know they they won. They beat Buffalo. They'd how how did Shiri do? Uh, Shiri did nothing as far as I'm, I'm concerned. I think um, Hornquist had two goals. Crosby had a goal. Zucker had an assist. 
but I think the secondary assist was from a defenseman. So, Fair enough. Um, but I think he's got one goal, one assist in six games. But Probably our boy um, Marino. It, a lot of people are at it. I love John. Marino. He's so, so good. He's so, good. so sick. And lastly, another Colorado <laughs> Avalanche for our friend Michael Beach Bondi. Tyson Jost. Uh, Jost center, the most. Center left wing eligibility, just five percent own. Uh, basically just been absolute dog shit all year yeah. until the last five games where he's picked up two goals, four assists, six points in his last five. But the real change is he's shooting. Yeah. He never shot. Never. Like I, I would look at this guy all the time and be like, man, I can't play this guy in draft games. He never shoots the puck. Well, half the issue is they don't have anyone else who can shoot right yeah. now. The team is just 3.2 shots per game flies. in his last five games. Yeah. Uh, he's he's, he's kicked goals. it into another gear, especially after the trade deadline. It's so I think, good, too. Like, he should be good. What it was was he was he was on the fringe. I mean, this isn't this isn't at all explained. He was on the fringe of the trade deadline. I do know that there was a lot of talk of tension yep. with the team. So when, when they put that vote of confidence, Bedner came out. He said, you know what? This guy's playing way better than the underlying numbers say. Yep. When you put that vote of confidence in a kid like this, you start giving him ice time in the top six. Give him power play time. He's going to do shit. He's a first-round pick, 10th overall, I believe, ninth overall, something like that. I don't know. i got to pay more attention. we got too many first-round picks. I can't keep, can't keep track. <laughs> it's but a good problem to have. It, yeah, exactly. But it's one of those guys where, you know, he just he, it seemed like he just needed the minutes. And, again, having your coach come out and say, this is a playoff guy. We saw him play phenomenal in last year's playoffs. And that's what Bender said. He said, we want to see that again. So, uh, yeah, they basically straight said, now, like, he's not getting yeah. traded. And yeah. we had no intention of ever trading. And nor should they. And, well, because his value was just way too low. And so, uh, this team's, you know, they're holding on to this higher end playoff spot. I think he makes a great choice. Just, just even the eye test. He's passed in well, always. Especially like when you got Kadri, you got Rand in, yeah. you got Burakovsky. They're all out. You gotta, you gotta have somebody to yeah. fucking. He play was up one front. of the most snake bitten players I've ever they seen. They had he Mark was, Barbario playing forward for a goddamn game because they were so ridiculous. Yeah. Don't want to talk about that. Um, but uh, it worked. Got the dub. Um, was that in Detroit? That was the Detroit game. Yeah, but he uh, he popped back because uh, I believe he had an injury or something halfway through. Oh, McCarr. Um, oh yeah, McCarr hurt himself play. in the lo- yes, in the yes, warm up yes. that I was watching. Yes, ridiculous. Wearing my McCarr, just so pumped, and then just he doesn't come out for the. Uh, anyways, we're good. I'm um, yeah. not gonna talk about it. I don't want to get sat here. Good first half. Yes. All right, is, if that's the first half you want. No, we, yeah, we we're, go we're good. We are going to fire it over to the Blue Stones. Just a reminder, the Daily Faceout podcast is brought to you by our friends at Oddshark. Um, the Blue Stones, I apologize too. I just want to say, um, so I was in a real real quick hurry to get last week's episode <laughs> uploaded. Yeah, yeah. Um, and unfortunately, I have to record the show on one Mac and then send it over to another Mac. Ooh, solid double to, Mac flex. To get... Like to edit it on that Mac, yep. and I couldn't get AirDrop to work last week for whatever reason. Like I, I, I had the one Mac sitting on top of the other Mac trying to AirDrop to, and it was <laughs> literally couldn't find each other physically so pounding like, them together. And I could, yeah, and I had to leave. So I'm like, fuck this. I'm just uploading as so there darts. was no, there was no intro, there was no um, Blue Stones. So I apologize because it was, it was definitely the lowest quality show we've ever had. The no intro was kind of cool though. Like it just, it like, just jumped right in. It was like, Welcome, right there, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. It's season five, episode twenty-four. Catching people, very Kobe guard. Bryant podcast. They expect to hear your girlfriend introduce us. Yeah, first. No, so kinda, somebody, somebody, yeah, or sorry, somebody your fiance. Like, Whoa, where's the hot girl? I was like, hey, 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 hey. but uh, anyways, she's enjoy- inside. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> enjoy the blue stones. We'll see you guys back here in a minute. Maybe should we play two blue stones? Get the people what they want, just back to back blue Buddy, stones. Yeah, just that's a, the best decision you've had all night. <laughs> all right, back to back blue stones coming up. We'll see you guys back here in two minutes. Enjoy those double bangers. Wrestle to the dirt now, back on my crowd. I took a trip to the borderlands and I dashed my head in some upstream land. I saw a man in a two-tone coat, told me everything he liked about the South Zone. Turned his head into my surprise, he had fire on the tongue and cream.
episode 25 of the daily face-off podcast brought to you by our friends at odd shark hope you enjoyed those two bangers from the blue stones uh let's talk free agents though uh, i'm gonna start because one i'm already talking and two i've got, got a, a, big, a large list. list yeah so um basically at this point of the year i was just looking at teams that had four games next week and there's <coughs> not really a lot of point in picking guys up for the playoffs if they're not gonna play four games in the one week that matters so um i'm just gonna start with Nino Niederreiter uh, because I fucking hyped him up about as much as anybody possibly could yeah, at the start of the year. Well Didn't work going. out. Um, now he's left-wing, right-wing eligible and just 18% owned. Uh, but the Hurricanes have four games next week. They start Tuesday in Detroit. Fantastic matchup. Thursday in New Jersey. Fantastic matchup. Saturday versus the Penguins and Sunday in Buffalo. So three terrific matchups next week. And right now, he's currently skating on a line with Sebastian Aho and Tuvo Teravine, and also seeing time on bad. the second power play unit. Um, hasn't been great lately. Three goals, <laughs> one assist, four points, 16 shots, two shots per game in his last eight. So hasn't been great, uh, but just got promoted recently, last couple games, uh, to that top line. That's not including what he did tonight, which might be nothing. Uh, I know they, I'm pretty sure they won. No, they lost 4-1 in the Flyers. Okay. Um, and then I just yeah. also want to mention again, uh, Vladislav Nemestikov and Tyson Jost. Uh, Nemestikov, 12% owned. Jost, 5% owned. The Avalanche also have four games next mm-hmm. week. Uh, Monday in LA. Wednesday in reverse New York at home. Friday at home against the Canucks. And Sunday at home against the Golden Knights. And if you weren't paying attention to that, that is the perfect schedule monday wednesday friday sunday so if you pick up nemesikov or yos or nemesikov and yos you can absolutely guarantee that you'll be able to get one or both of them in your lineup every single game um so perfect schedule i'm going to get to a couple other guys that also have perfect schedules next week but those are two of them we had already kind of talked about them so i just wanted to mention them quickly but uh beebs who are you picking up loves next week love to see that perfect schedule as someone who stacks colorado guys i really hope i make it into the playoffs for that but I've got a guy, he's only got three games, and he mentioned he only want a guy with four, but at the same time, a guy with three can't help very much, especially someone like this. Duncan Keith, currently 22% owned. I know you're saying, hey, it's 2020, why are we suggesting th- He's been a 49-year-old Duncan Keith, but he's been absolutely phenomenal in the, last, yeah, in the last bit since the trade deadline, and he's just eaten ice. What an absolute horse, playing 27 minutes pretty much every game since yep. they got Gustafson out of town. Um, Chicago season may and be Seabrook, done. Seabrook's dead. Yep. Calvin Hahn's dead. 
And, like, he's just scrapping the captain in practice, coming out, playing 27 minutes a few weeks later. Um, and he's putting up points. Since February 10th, uh, which is right around the trade deadline, he has one goal, seven assists in his last seven games. That's pretty phenomenal production yep. from a guy who you're going to plug in as a late D-man, especially with a lot of these injuries. You can just kind of slide him in. Not a lot of people are noticing. Also, four power play points. That's where I'm loving his production lately. Those four power play points, we saw last year their power play get absolutely smoking at the end of the year. Yeah. Incredible. Stupid, almost 50%. If they can get anywhere back that, they do have the capabilities. They have the talent out there. I love Keith, and he is now back to being the power play quarterback. Um, I think he drank from the well of life after scrapping Taze or like licked him or something yeah. <laughs> and got a little bit younger. But either way, it's been great for him, and he's actually looked quite well out there. It's not like it's it's, it's overwhelming. It's not anything. Um, again, over 27 minutes last five games. So big. That's crazy. If you're on the ice for that just a lot of the outlet passes are gonna mm. somehow get you points with patty kane out there jonathan taze um i just i really like him right now again 22 percent owned 101 shots only two goals in the season classic duncan keith yeah, classic. just absolute ass shooting percentage just, just, an, just a muffin but again one of those goals came in the last seven one was on the power play so you know what give him three by the end <laughs> i think uh i think you know you could throw adam boquist in the same boat yeah. if uh keith's he's, not available those so two sad. just those two just play uh huge minutes on the top pair together boquist right now on the second um power play unit but he's got mm-hmm. two he had two assists on tuesday i believe it was I, I i stacked like all of chicago's second line and that's when i found out about keith yeah i was like i'm oh my god and I look at him like holy shit keith's red hot it's crazy. and then uh boquist had two apples that night and he had two more apples again tonight i believe so yeah. four assists in the last two games um just a really talented yeah. kid too so if, if keith's not available um and if you know especially if boquist is available like in a keeper league which oh, i would imagine I that say, he's yeah. probably not in a lot uh of leagues that are paying a lot of attention but boquist has been yeah. you know fantastic and uh, they've shown a lot of trust in him this year, and I think that you know even oh, you know when you get when you get you know Dehan and Seabrook back next year, <laughs> fine and Danny, but neither one of those guys are on the right side of thirty at this point, and um, they're not going to be playing twenty five minutes yeah, a night so good. next to uh, Duncan Keith. Passes the eye test on all levels. Speaking for me. about a young player playing filthy, uh, this one's very obvious, but Kyler Yamamoto. Yeah. Still only just 40% on, which really kind of blew me away. Uh, but the Oilers do have four games next week, Monday against Vegas, Wednesday against the Jets, Friday against the Islanders, and Sunday in Philadelphia. Another perfect schedule. And this this Edmonton second line is, is so hot right now. Uh, Yamamoto, hot. I think he had another goal tonight. I won't include that in these numbers, but coming into tonight, he had 21 points, 9 goals, 12 assists, in his last 20 games. The one issue, shots. 1.55 shots per game, but Nugent Hopkins has been firing the puck like crazy. Dreisaitl obviously fires the puck like crazy. Also had a small injury in there. That sets you back a little yeah. bit. So, you know, that, that stuff that will hurt production, and he's still keeping it up there. I but love it. The perfect schedule, the perfect line mates right now. Uh, red hot. Kyler Yamamoto somehow only 40% yeah. owned. Great so, name. So take a look. If he's available in your league, uh, you know, I'm, I imagine that that dropped a little bit when he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe people haven't just re-picked him up or whatever the case might be. For a guy who's got over a point per game his last 20 games, um, I think he's right at a point per game Like since he got called yeah. up. I kind of cherry-picked 20 games because his first few weren't that great, but in the last 20, just that whole line's been... I'm a big prospect guy, sporting. and who would have saw that coming? Like, I like, like I knew he was... They were ready I, to get rid of him. I was excited about him. him. I thought he was going to be pretty good. I don't think anybody really saw him coming and, like, full-blown solidifying that second Absolutely, line. Absolutely, yeah. Like, it's crazy to think that, like, this team looked fucking bare bones, maybe not getting into the playoffs not that long ago, 
Yamamoto comes up, absolutely solidifies that second line. It allows them to break McDavid and Dreisaitl up. Then you go out and you get Athens to you. You get Ennis. Now they're top nine. Huh. Top 12. Looks good. Phenomenal. They, a lot better. Phenomenal, but yeah, with phenomenal. Good, but with phenomenal is just the word that came good there. It wasn't. Dreisaitl yeah. and McDavid have been. It is phenomenal. Like, they're yeah. fucking like If out. those guys can't. Oh, my God. I, I tweeted out the other day. Since last year, like March of last year. One two in the league by a mile. Drysaddle's broken. He's insanity. Yeah, if he doesn't win the MVP, there's the something wrong. Account, five points in the night for McDavid. Four goals for Drysaddle. It was McDavid's fifth five point game. Fucker's twenty three years old. Oh my god, he's got five. Man, when I was twenty three years old, I was like, I couldn't even count to five. Yeah, let alone have five five point games. Yeah, honestly, same. Um, we we're terrible at counting. I just um, couldn't believe that. They said it on the broadcast. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's not fair. That's ridiculous. Wait till he hits How the- many people have five-point games? Like, Sabanja did tonight, but, like, it never happens. Five? Scary, too, because he's only going to get bigger, stronger, faster. As long as the motherfucker can stay healthy. Yeah. Please stay healthy, Connor. Whatever Daft Punk songs say, that one song, he's that's yeah. what's <laughs> going to happen to Connor McDavid. Um, you want to go another one? Or you yeah, I got another one yeah. just because I'm going to kind of piggyback off Edmonton. Ooh. Former Edmonton oiler Jordan Eberle, 22% owned, just right wing eligible. But four games again next week. Vancouver, in Vancouver on Tuesday, in Calgary on Thursday, in Edmonton on Friday, and in Pittsburgh on Sunday. So um, it's kind of funny because like that would usually be like a dreaded West Coast no. swing type of thing. But Vancouver's you know, very Vancouver's beatable. Vancouver's great. Calgary's no, great. Thatcher Demko in right now, though. Yeah. They're looking. It's but they're, not yeah. nothing against him, but you know, it's you're much likely... Like it's crazy how much Marshall they're all playoff teams, teams yeah. most likely, but they all give up a good amount of yeah, goals exactly. too. So like they score, but they also give up goals. So it's a pretty good matchup. Eberle's on the first line with um, Anders Lee, Matthew Barzell. Keep in mind the Islanders have been absolute ass lately, but I think Eberle yeah, picked have. up another point tonight. Won't be included in this, but he had eleven points, seven goals, four assists. 2.75 shots per game in his last 12. So he's been hot. He's only 22% owned. I really like Everly with four games next week as well. Uh, I'm going to keep rolling on in a minute, but who you got to talk about? I thought you were going to keep rolling in general. No, 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 like, no, you're no, absolutely I'm give you some time to talk it. here. Uh, my boy, I've been kind of piggybacking him all year, and I think he's going to be even better next year. But let's start now. Uh, we're talking about this year. Nikita Gusev out in New Jersey, 23% owned. 12 goals, 30 assists on the year, which isn't that great. 152 shots. The Russian KHL superstar, um, he's quietly having an extremely decent season for a first year. Uh, this is someone who we got to remember had to get very adjusted to the league. He'd never played a game in North America before, I believe. And uh, and that is, as a fact, an adjust. It, it, it's just, you have to make the adjustment. Um, and he has been. Two goals, seven assists in his last seven games. That's absolutely phenomenal, including six power play points. Kind of brought up with Keith. If you guys hot on the power play, you love to see it. You want him out there. You want him on your team. There's a lot of guys that you can't grab right now that are pretty much assured top six time, top power play time. There's not a lot out there. I apologize. I said a lot. There are not a lot. <laughs> and he, in fact, falls right in there. And at 23% own, that's not very much. I believe plays both sides of the wings, which... Uh, I like that. I could slip him in in a lot of spots. And uh, with that power play working right now, we're seeing the pieces finally come together. And maybe this is why I'm so excited for next year. I think that Gusev is going to, you know, he, he's, he's really found his He's getting here. it together. And, uh, and, 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 and we love riding hot streaks. Um, again, nine points in seven games, definition of a hot streak. Right now, you're not getting a lot of guys off the wire who are putting up over a point per game. Again, playing power play one, getting a lot of minutes in the game and a lot of protected minutes as well. You love to see it. 
I can piggyback guy. off this one very well as well because I have Beautiful. Jesper Brown on here at 5% left-wing, no. right-wing eligible. They also have four games next week. Yep. Tuesday against the Penguins, Thursday against the Hurricanes, in Florida on Saturday, in Tampa on Sunday. So not a great-looking schedule, but that's that, that line of Brat, Zaka, Gusev, you know, technically considered their third line. They don't play a ton, Yeah. but, like, they play enough. They see the enough power play time where it like it's just their, their team's just so bad that I think all four lines play like fifty uh, minutes a night. And they like, seem to be trusting Gusev a lot more in the uh, oh, or that line. Gusev is just not so, just them, so talented, the, yeah. and he finds Zachary, finds Brat, and they and they put him. Yeah, they and put Brat's the always been quick, always Brat, been uh, someone who gets it done. Fifteen points in his last seventeen games. Ooh. Seven goals, eight assists. So they've just, you know, they've been hot for a while. Um, I liked, uh, you know, I was going to mention Gusev as well. You you uh, had already claimed stake to him. Yep. But uh, Brad, just as hot, uh, he's on the second power play unit as well, four games next week. So I really like uh, Gusev. I really like Brad. I also really like Connor Brown, believe it or not. Scored against tonight, 6% owned, on only left wing, right wing eligible. They're in Anaheim on Tuesday, in LA on Wednesday, in Chicago on Friday, and in St. Louis on Sunday. So other than that St. Louis game, uh, Anaheim, LA, and Chicago, all teams that like to give up goals. He's currently on the first line with Brady Kachuk and Chris Tierney, also featured on the top power play unit. Four goals, five now. Five goals, one assist, six points in his last six games, uh, averaging just over two and a half shots per game as well. So, uh, you know, a lot of potential free agent targets, and we're just going to keep rolling on. Who else you got to talk about, Beebs? Clayton the Smeller Keller. Um, Smeller. Nickname that I'm making up on the spot, and I really hope it doesn't snick because it's terrible. I apologize, Clayton. You do not smell. 46 pro. not deserve that. Currently out in Arizona, uh, 46. And actually, when I wrote this up yesterday, he was only 39% owned. So in my defense, he was a little bit lower, but people are kind of catching on. Clayton Keller's been on an absolute tear lately. Um, in his last four games, he's had two games where he's had two goals and an assist. That's a three-point night, and that looks very nice when you're trying to make a playoff push. 17 goals, 26 assists on the year, but where I'm really getting jazzed is the 184 shots on net. Mm-hmm. Um, we always talk about it. We love a guy getting over 200 at this point. It's pretty much a lock. Keller is the future in Arizona, and uh, and he's starting to turn it around here. He's had a really rough middle patch I know myself, I was dropping him in many leagues. I dropped him for another guy that I'm about to mention, Connor Garland. But now's the time to go back on Keller um, before he gets picked up too much, especially with him jumping 5% in a day. Uh, probably by the time this gets released tomorrow, he'll be at 50. So the real issue is that like they just seem so reluctant to play him in the top six almost all year. I mean, he started out on the line yeah. with uh, with Kessel and stuff at the start of the year. But then as soon as Taylor Hall came into town, he was kind of just like the odd man so out, like which them, didn't yeah. make a lot of sense. And, that's and then finally, he... he replaced Nick Schmaltz on the top line, and he's he's been heating up. Uh, <laughs> Considerably, so I like I like uh, Keller a lot and Garland obviously as yeah. well. Uh, still playing on the second line with mm-hmm. Derek Stepan. Uh, Stepan's been playing really good hockey as of late as well. But Ka- Keller, like it's funny, you know, you're on a team with Phil Kessel, you're uh, you're on a team with Clayton Keller, you're on a team with Taylor Hall, and Garland's kind of just the spark plug. Yeah. He's kind of like the driver Leading of the, the offense there. Goals. He's just he's terrific, yeah. and we've talked about he him. Might a lot. be the only one who uh, crushes over thirty for that squad, which is kind of a crazy thought. Who'd have thought? Yeah. You know, for, out of all those guys, yeah. Phil Taylor Hall. If friend, I told you before the friend year, of the show, friend of the show now, Connor, Connor Garland, Garland. twenty three year old Connor Garland. Um, Biz Nasty has said, I've said it before, that's the best contract in hockey. Mm-hmm. I don't quite believe it, but still, thirty goals from a guy who's getting paid under a million dollars. I mean, Nathan um, McKinnon's contract still exists for sure. Forget about the that. best contract in hockey. <laughs> I love it's still out there every single time. Even last night, you know, he has that spinorama. He he, Gino's whatever. You know, he does the same shit. He's he's phenomenal. Nathan McKinnon always. You see like one verified check mark that's like. 
let's remind you guys that we got this many more years of this. It's like, yeah, we know. We hear it every time. Yeah, everybody knows about it. I'm almost sick of it, and I love it. Like, that's like... The one thing... The, man, you know what the one thing, like... like you know, kudos to all the NHLP reporters that, that we follow, and they and they give yeah. us uh, lots of information, Super which is great. Redundant. But, man, I swear to God, like, are we, we're fucking over the emergency goalie oh thing, right? God. Like, if I have to read about David Ayers one more yeah. time, like... The, I, yeah, the best part... Like, like, like why are we still making David Ayers jokes? Yeah. It's been weeks. I know. The only... Even... We like, I saw a thing today. I, I, I don't want to put anybody on blast, but somebody tweeted out, and it was like, the whole lineup. And then it was like goalie, backup goalie, and then a Zamboni driver in case we need him. I'm like, bro, that joke died weeks ago. It's over. Stop Brock, trying to be funny. Brock, 10 minutes ago on the San Jose broadcast, I looked to the left, oh. and there was an article titled, So-and-so is hoping to follow in David Ayer's footsteps. And it was about San Jose's Zamboni driver, and they it's it's an article about how he hopes to get in the game. Obviously, you hope to get in a game. It's you're not, a citizen. Who doesn't hope to get into an NHL yeah, you're game? An That's just ridiculous. Before I lose it, I agree. We gotta stop. Yeah, game. like, it, like, you just gotta stop beating a dead horse. It like, it's just, it's, it's over. It was great. It was great. And that's the problem with it is like, I don't want to shit on David Ayers. Love the guy. Was that was terrific. But like, the joke dies after a couple days. Like, no one thinks it's funny. Like, if I see Ebug one more time, <laughs> like. Like, Ugh. grow up. Like, figure it out. It's not funny anymore. Yeah. But, but anyways. That'll be the theme. We're going to have to... It's going to get run in the ground for the next couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. Hopefully by the playoffs, we let it. Yeah. Oh, no, David Ayers will probably start the first game for Carolina. Somebody will make that joke We should soon. sound bite out what we just said and just post it on Twitter. Just, like, yeah, get just it Everybody there, shut up. Please stop with the e-bug stuff. Yeah. Um, I got two more guys to talk about really quick before we move on. And the McKinnon contract stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Thomas, 6% owned. Four games next week. Perfect schedule. Monday in, against Florida, yep. Wednesday in Anaheim, back home Friday against the Sharks, and Sunday against the Senators. Florida, Anaheim, San Jose, Ottawa. You fucking kidding me? Such, the, such, such the sick. best such schedule ever. And the only thing you're missing is the Red Wings. But uh, Thomas, and I think we could lump Zach Sanford right in the uh-huh. same in the same boat. Uh, two goals, 14 assists, 16 points in his last 21 games for Thomas. Uh, Sanford seems to either score two goals or none. Um, so he's another guy that's worth looking at as well. Uh, there's a bunch of guys on that team. Uh, you know, I would even be looking, you know, maybe Tarasenko comes Anyone back. Anyone in the top nine is uh, a nice uh, Pareko a nice has touch. been absolutely scorching hot. Crazy. He learned how to score. I think he's score. like 70% home. Yeah. He learned how to score. Perfect schedule. Like, Okay, so there's perfect schedule like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. But then there's perfect schedule <laughs> when you're playing against those four fucking just absolute dumpster fire of defensive yeah. teams. And the last one, um, Danton Heinen, left wing, right wing. Only 1% on. This is obviously for like the deepest of leagues. Uh, but they have four games, Tuesday against Ottawa, Wednesday against St. Louis, Saturday in L.A., and Sunday against the uh, Canadians. So, again, three really good matchups. He's currently on the top line with Sonny Milano, Ryan Getzlaff, also on power play one. Uh, three goals, 12 shots, which is the most impressive thing. Uh, 2.5 shots per game in his first five games for the Ducks. Uh, and always was yeah. a pretty good player in Boston. Um, you know, him and Milano, both guys that are worth targeting. Yeah, but say back uh, it up with, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like Milano was obviously... mentioned him last week. He's, yeah. he's, he's kept doing, like, we, not what... Well, yeah, no, he's played great. Like yeah. he, he set up Heinen for game winner in overtime the other night, and it was it was absolutely filthy. Uh, but anybody else for you? I had a quick mention. It sounds terrible. I had Eric Stahl written down. He is playing. Just a keep ton. an eye on. It. I yeah. like to pick up. It's he's, just keep he's an eye. He's playing a ton situation. of minutes right now. Yeah, exactly. That's it's, it's again something we don't want to touch too much on. Brock's it did say he went back to Thunder Bay, um, but it's a guy who's getting heavy, heavy minutes on the team. That's um, again playing very hot with some some phenomenal players there. Like Fiala. Um, 
or say we can't. Yeah, well, the good, the really good thing is, especially if if you're in the playoffs and you want to pick them up for next week, PP one. Minnesota has Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off, so chances are he'll definitely be back for that Thursday game. Then they got three games in the last four days of of the schedule. So had a had another quick mention that kind of rides off that. You just actually reminded me there, and this is more for later in the week if you are looking to pick up a guy. Who um, for the weekend he has I believe it's a Friday Sunday schedule Friday Saturday so it's not and, ideal but yeah. um, but uh, it's uh, Brock's Brock's favorite player ever um, Gustav Nyquist out in Columbus right now I'm more of a Thomas Tatar guy yeah figured um, I mean who wouldn't what a seize but Gustav Nyquist he's uh, it's another case of just a guy getting a chalk ton of minutes at just a huge amount and we love to see that especially. Uh, especially in fantasy. He has four points in his last five games, which isn't that crazy, but he is shooting a ton. Um, and Gustav Nyquist, you know, we, we've seen him go on hot, hot spurts before. The one way that's going to happen is him I don't being know if I've PP ever one. heard hot spurt. Hot spurt. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know where that one came from. It's late. It's 1230 yeah. in Windsor. We're just grinding here. Yeah. Ryan Donato's on a breakaway. That's all. Uh, that's all I had though. I'm surprised it's not Fiala. Since every time I look up, something's happening. Kevin Fiala. Big Joe is good. following him. Why yeah, is I don't that know the how closest defender? Anyways, this um, team's a monster. Right, let's get into weekend streamers for this weekend, yeah. and then uh, if me and D decide to do another episode Sunday, we'll do uh, streamers for next week. But let's do this weekend streamers. Uh, ripping through it here, Anaheim. They play Friday against the Maple Leafs and Sunday against the Wild. Uh, Adam Henrique, center left wing, at 30% owned. The aforementioned Sonny Milano, left wing, 2% owned. And Danton Heinen, left wing, right wing, at 1% owned. So a couple options in Anaheim. Calgary, Friday against the Coyotes. Sunday against the Golden Knights. Not great matchups, but again, Michael Backlund, 48% owned, center right wing eligibility. And his line mate, Andrew Mangiapane, left wing, right wing, 13% owned. Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, Friday in Detroit, terrific matchup. <laughs> Sunday Love against it. St. Louis, terrible matchup. But Dylan Strome uh, finally got off the schneid on Tuesday, schneid. centering the second line with Patrick Kane, center right wing eligibility, 20% owned. Again, Duncan Keith also in there. If you're looking for a defenseman, Adam Boquist as well. If you're really, really looking for somebody, Alexander Nylander has been tearing it up since getting yeah. put back on that second line. Uh, but we don't want to go too, too yeah. deep. Non-deep leagues, uh, rookie of the year, potential Dominic Kubelik. He's playing yeah. quite well. I oh, believe yeah. he's, about, I believe he's about 46 he's or 52 oh, I think at some point. He's closer to like 70 at this point right now. You I looked right. earlier and he was pretty high. Yeah, I remember looking too. So uh, I just wanted to mention Kubelik. But he's terrific. Love he's not going to win rookie of the year though. <laughs> no, he's not. Um, again, Colorado Avalanche just seem to have the best fantasy schedule ever right now. Uh, Friday in Vancouver, Sunday in San Jose, both teams that can give up quite a bit of goals. Uh, Nemestikov, 12%. Yost, 5%. We've mentioned them quite a bit on the show. Yeah. Uh, the Red Wings, Friday versus the Blackhawks, good matchup. Sunday versus the Lightning, not a good matchup. Tyler Pertuzzi, though, 33% owned. And then, obviously, we have to mention Philip Peronik, because why? Well, it wouldn't be a weekend streaming segment with Brock if we didn't mention <laughs> Philip Peronik. He was Peronik. trying so hard to fight Martin Cout the other night at that yeah. game. Like, he literally... Three different shifts followed him up the ice, and I think Cal was like just laying on him. Like, did you see like, did like you see like, like the whole like thing seven. against? Did you see the whole thing against like the the Devils too? No, like it's, okay, it's, so it's, Jack Hughes got kind of like caught kind of a high hit from uh, Fabry. Yeah. Fa- then he went and need Fabry, almost ended his career again. Yeah. And then at the end of the game, somebody went and bumped Jack Hughes. Bertuzzi, right from the Bertuzzi side. Bertuzzi bumped Jack side, Hughes, yep. and then. Um, I think it was John Hayden tried to fight him. Yeah, Bertuzzi's like, like I want to. Oh, he cross checked him in the face. And then him and Subban started scuffling. And then Subban started throwing his gloves yeah, at him. so weird. And then Bertuzzi started throwing his gloves at him. And then all the New Jersey reporters were saying that um, 
Bertuzzi should get fined for throwing his gloves at him. I'm like, were you guys even paying attention? Like, and Zubane the amount of people on Zubane Twitter that just before that are and, like, oh, like father, like son. It's like, yeah, guys, yeah, shut up. He's not related. There's fuck, multiple. Go make an e-bug joke. There's multiple losers. Bertuzzi's across uh, yeah. hockey. Yeah. People will find out. There's a couple in the O, but anyways, yeah. I'm not going to go there. And they're not related. Uh, St. Louis Blues, Friday in New Jersey, Sunday in Chicago. Two terrific matchups. Sanford, center left wing eligible, <laughs> 17%. Again, Thomas, center right wing eligible, 6% owned. Vancouver Canucks, Friday versus the Avalanche, Sunday versus the Blue Jackets. Two pretty much disastrous matchups. Two very defensive hockey teams right now. Um, but Tanner Pearson, left wing eligible, 33% owned. Jake Furtanen, right wing eligible, 14% owned. And lastly, the Vegas Golden Knights, Friday in Winnipeg, Sunday in Calgary. Paul Stastny, just center eligible, which sucks ass. But Friday, Sunday, you should be able to get him in your lineup. 26% owned. And keep an eye on Alex Tuck. Could be making Friend his triumphant show. return. Uh, they did say that he's expected to return at some point during their five-game road trip, which starts on Friday. So who knows? Could be Friday. Could be Sunday. Just 5% owned. Left wing, right wing eligible. Uh, should play in that top six, given their injury to Mark Stone. So Alex Tuck, definitely somebody to also yeah. keep an eye on. Huge but, pickup for them with Stone going down. Or not pickup, but huge comeback for yes. them with oh, Stone Oh, they needed that bad. Um, big um, bod. Not the same player, but hey, it doesn't matter. Anyways, that was Season 5, Episode 25. Oh, no, shit. It's not over yet. I forgot about the goalies. Oh, yes. Carolina Hurricanes, <laughs> Saturday in New- against the Islanders, Sunday in Pittsburgh. Um, you know... Nedeljkovic didn't look terrible tonight. Uh, Anton Forsberg hasn't looked brutal. I would definitely just pick up whichever one is starting against the Islanders. They've been absolutely ass. They lost the Sens tonight. I think they've lost five or six in a row. (laughs) So So bad. They're fucking terrible. Uh, The Blue Jackets in Edmonton on Saturday, in Vancouver on Sunday. Neither are very good matchups. Uh, Corpus has been playing okay. Elvis Merz-Leakins is pretty close to returning, but I just don't really like either one of those matchups all that much. Uh, Minnesota in LA on Saturday, in Anaheim on Sunday. I'd imagine Staylock goes on Saturday, Dubnik on Sunday. I really like starting Dubnik Sunday in Anaheim. Uh, the Devils Friday against the Blues, hate it. Saturday in New York, hate it. Um, I, I have no yeah, interest in terrible. taking up Corey Schneider, Corey Schneider for either one of those matchups. Even though he's uh, making a quick turn. Oh, yeah. I played him in DraftKings on 90. He had a 33 save shutout, and I was like, what yeah. the fuck good year good is it? Good to see, Corey. Uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, Saturday against the Capitals, Sunday against the Hurricanes. Both terrible matchups. Um, but if you're desperate, whichever goalie goes Sunday against the Hurricanes will face a lot of shots if you're looking for something like that. Uh, San Jose Sharks, Saturday against the Senators, Sunday against the Avalanche. Uh, who knows? But if Dell goes against the Sens on Saturday, I like Aaron Dell. Pick up Martin Jones has been red hot as well. If you want to pick up one of them, I'd imagine it's Dell on Saturday. They want to get him back in the crease. So Dell on Saturday against the Sens, good matchup because uh, the Sens blow on the road. And lastly, uh, Curtis McElhaney, uh Sunday in Detroit is a good option because Vasilevsky will go Saturday in Boston, uh, almost guaranteed. So yep. McElhaney if you pick him up on Friday, pick him up early, get him under roster because he's probably starting Sunday in Detroit. Yeah, that's a um, stash for sure. That is all the back-to-back boys. So now is officially the end of Season 5, Episode yeah. 25 of the Daily Face Out Podcast. The amount of people are looking at their like little ticker and they're like, what? There's so much more line there after you said bye the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck? You're welcome for that it, extra it, content. We went to OT, yeah, baby. Now you're going to pick up McElhaney and make yeah. the playoffs because We just me. played three-on-three three and we won. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. Um, so anyways... Uh, we will tweet out if Dylan and I will do another episode on Sunday. 
Um, again, no, I did no look Corona. a lot at next week's schedule already, so it's not like it really needs to happen. But hey, maybe we'll just be feeling generous. Feel like we want to talk a little bit more about hockey. I got to let the vocal cords, vocal cords rest for the next yeah. couple days, though. Hope you guys liked season five, episode twenty-five. I'm Brock Egan. We got Michael Beebs, Bondi, and Dylan D. Berth. You've been Toronto. See you guys back here, maybe in a couple days, maybe next week. Good luck with players. Do you want to take this one? Do I take this one? Peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.